welcome to Badly Written Boy, a reciting of my teenage years and my 20s, now as a 40-something. How do I remember all these things? I wrote it all down in a diary. Badly. Enduring with me on this retrospective, cringeworthy experience is my wife, who has never read my diaries. Why is yours better than mine? I've got a better mouth trumpet. Mine's more like a mouth kazoo. Hey, guess what? What? This should be a pretty spooky episode. Why? Because it's episode 13 and we're only a few days away from Friday the 13th. But where are we in the diaries? Not Not in October. No, not in October. So We would have if we got our skates on, but we have not. We are instead in April 2004. Didn't we find out about your friend that had like masturbated in the... Studio. In the studio, yeah, which was quite traumatic. Yes. You had decided that you weren't going to chase shoplifters anymore in case you got shanked. And you also did some romantic dancing from a distance with girls in a club. Was it romantic? No, what term did I use? Flirtatious. Flirtatious. Mm. Flirtatious dancing. All right, let's see if there's any more flirtatious dancing. I hope not. <laughs> Unless I get to see it in person. Thank you very much. Upon realising that I had been in uni for all an all too early hour, I can forced I myself why, out of bed. Can I ask why you just emphasised the in? Because it was at the end of the line. That is not the way to correctly read things. You're going to emphasise every word at the end of the line. That doesn't make any sense. Badly read, boy. <laughs> right, badly. I'll start again. Badly read. <laughs> Jess is in a very pedantic mood. <laughs> this is the whole point of this, is it not? I guess so. Upon realising that I had been in uni... You did it again! <laughs> <laughs> In uni for an all too early hour, I forced myself out of bed. I can't say it was completely necessary in the end. All I did was have a 10-minute chat with James Hitchmo on where my planting design should be focused. After that, I really couldn't be bothered doing much work. Oh, shock. Yeah, standard. The staff night out was tonight. I met Toby, Jess and Lisa in the Hadfield and we headed off to the restaurant at about 8. It was an Italian called La Romantica. And I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's French, isn't it? Not Italian, I is failed. It... What do what Italians say? What's the typical. Mamma mia. Yeah, mamma mia. Mamma mia? <laughs> I feel the end of mamma mia. <laughs> mamma mia. La romantica. Maybe we started this too late. <laughs> I think we might have. It wasn't the best Italians I'd been to. The portions were, however, reasonable. After several outrageous one liners from Roger, one of which, it's so tiring having had it inside of you and several other slide gyps on fat women oh my god these were both proved his lack of respect for women and his lack of compassion for them uh, yes mark look at you rejecting toxic masculinity before it was even cool i am proud so proud having relatively little to drink last night it made things a lot easier on the head this morning i had to get into uni for a final tutorial which i hadn't prepared for so it was perhaps unsurprising to find the tutor, Alison, give me a lot to think about and resolve. She did, however, motivate me to knock out some s- swift designs through an effective development technique. These are very wanky words you use in. That's uni, isn't it? 
I use this special blue leaded pencil. Ooh, a blue leaded pencil. <laughs> Stationery. <laughs> that doesn't show up on photocopied material. I stayed in the studio till about five. Later in the evening, I had agreed to meet up with Anita and her sister for the night. As it turned out, her sister, Sarah, had a train delayed, so I headed out with Chris, Forty, James Kenyon, and Kev to the Hudfield. I had organised to also meet Jimbo. He needs to get a copy of my essay notes and references, which I reluctantly let him have after a personal conflict between selfishness and generosity. I questioned why I should give him the notes when I made the effort to research them. Then I remembered... Hang on. How many times have I nicked off with other people's notes? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? And now I'm on my high horse. Yes, because you've made an effort, finally, and want to keep it all to yourself. But then I remembered I had, in fact, been given a large majority of them from another source. Uh, so you hadn't really researched everything, had you? You probably just researched the person that had taken the notes. Or just opened asking, a random book and got my three quotes. By asking a few friends, Yes. Uh, so to not patch them on would have been selfish indeed, especially when considering the difficulty in obtaining them with so few available. Bar one, pool, more booze, Harley, Tommy, Brian, Danny, Jimbo, women, home, whiskey. By saying women, it sounds like you interacted with some women, but I don't think you did. No, it's ogled at them. Yes. And dance flirtatiously from across the room. Well, probably not even that. And everybody knows that watching a man dancing flirtatiously with you from across the room is never flirtatious. It's just creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Late nights, regular drinking took its toll. I was knackered today. Only one remedy. More booze. Me and Chris picked up a crate of 4X from Netto. <gasps> Netto! What are you shopping in Netto for? I'm pretty sure I've name dropped Netto before. It was the cheapest place. I think you did I think we sang the song. Netto and Walkley. Super cheap. Anticipating a large crowd to watch the FA Cup game Arsenal versus Man United. As it turned out, only Joe and some other geezer came and the game was cack, so it was an anticlimax. I slept on and off for the rest of the day and eventually needed headed off to work. And when I got home, I took in Newcastle's 4-2 win over Everton. Only with Matt though, Chris, Phil and Alex have all gone home. So will Matt tomorrow. And then I will be a loner. Loner. I tried to start working on Boots essay today, but sport kept distracting me. Not even the active kind either televised i watched the first byran byran bayran byran bahrain see i only know this from this word from south park where it's like i'm gonna go to byran <laughs> <laughs> to get my daughter kathy what <laughs> when it was a celine dion episode ah ugly bob oh that she had i remember that about, about that episode because <laughs> they kidnapped her daughter and took her to byran but Bahrain? Yeah, the kidnapped... You mean Bahrain? No, well, Bahrain, but they call it Bahrain. They call it Bahrain yeah. in the TV show. Or maybe it's Tehran. I don't know. At least Tehran. It's something like that. That name rings a bell. I think yeah. it's Tehran. Oh, Handsome Bob. Why are they calling you Ugly Bob? I thought your name was Handsome Bob. It's... <laughs> Sir, put the bag back off your head. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to have a freak baby. <laughs> <laughs> So good. I went to work reluctantly, but it was okay until eight, by which time every moron in Sheffield descended into the Barber Round co-op. Barber ba Road. Barber Road, yeah. Until hoping to quit after Easter, depending on whether I save enough for a plane ticket. It's so bizarre being in the house by myself when you can be so harmlessly selfish and self-indulgent without any opposition. There is really no consequences for your actions. 
it does give things a sense of danger. Like you can do some really crazy shit and totally get away with it. All you're talking about is masturbating in various places around the house. Am I? Yes. A hundred percent. You can be harmlessly selfish and self-indulgent without any opposition. It does give things a sense of danger. hundred percent. I did a little more of my essay work today, but very much was distracted by the delights of daytime TV. Hey, it's easy, you know. My favourite programme is probably The Right Stuff, just because it's so controversial and they tackle all the real issues in a way you wish Parliament would. What on earth are you talking about? <laughs> With more openness and less worry about whether it's politically correct or not. I can only think of the South Park movie where he's like, and I can be political too. <laughs> I think every single thing that you do at this age is to try and impress a girl. The shop, like, you'll just drop this book on this page open, like, accidentally in front of a girl and walk away, probably with, like, a little highlight over here. And she'll be like, oh, my God, Mark, you're so political. What a, what a genius. What a political genius. Oh, my goodness. The shop has been largely deserted for the past two nights. All the students are home for Easter, as I will tomorrow. The locals are those left, and they can be disturbing in both a physical and verbal sense. Believe you me. Sometimes you'll get their foul, chain-smoking women who sound terrible with their bassy, phlegmy voices. That is quite an image. Good day, Mark. Tell me your spooky episode. <laughs> it's not spooky, it's gross. It's often quite terrifying to receive their payment for the fear they may smear their crude yellow skin against your own. <laughs> not cool. Not, not a good look. I was praising you before about, you know, being ahead of the curve when against toxic masculinity and calling people out for being, you know, dicks and judging women on their look. 21-year-old Mark, you've got some things to learn. I know. I'm just ashamed. You should be. Back to Cramlington. I was up like a springbok this morning in search of a haircut. Haircut. I thought you were talking about like a hair, like a rabbit hair, because you were up like a springbok. I thought we were a on like is the animal, animal metaphors. I know, yeah. but that's why I thought the end was like a haircut. But no, haircut. I needed it chopped so I could break a tenner so I could get changed for the meter. How on earth do you get changed from a tenner for a haircut? For, for, for a meter? For what meter? Oh, so I could get hot water and yeah. shave off the face muff. So in the student house that we had, it was one of those ones where you had to have oh, a pile of coins to keep it ticking over. Mum was down fairly early to pick me up and my stuff, saves me the hassle with the train. That's nice of her. Did you not have a car at this point? No, didn't have a car for uh, another couple of years, I think. We chatted away all the way home. We seemed to talk about the same stuff all the time. The most interesting thing to hear about was similarities between myself and Michelle and how we both have many friends of the opposite sex. Do you have many friends of the opposite sex, Mark? At least two. Do you have many friends? Ah, oh, yes, Mum, I'm the same as Michelle. I have many, many friends that are not male. Many of them, many of them. <laughs> Desperately trying to fit in. <laughs> I gotta say, though, her situation is way more cheery than mine in those stakes. She's just about to head off to uni and she'll have the opportunities. And there I am at the end of my uni course, still without the partner I always thought I would get. She was waiting for you in Manchester. The plan today was to get up and go to Granny and Grandpa's for Good Friday lunch. I drove everyone down, including Ollie the cat, who meowed all the way. I got us there in one piece and we were welcomed at the door by Grandpa who seemed well. Granny was good too. Friendly banter filled the lounge 
and we were soon in the dining room feasting on Granny's cooked delights. There was great amusement as the dessert was exposed, one of which was a dish of Viennetta, which resembled <gasps> a jellyfish. Is this the Viennetta? The Viennetta, which resembled a jellyfish melted and sad looking. Yeah, she tell them the story. She'd taken it out too early. Ah, oh, there we go. And so by the time I got to the table, it was just. <laughs> That's like a Jackson mess family story. Like, yeah. Having eaten up, I messed about with the cat for a bit, and then I checked up on some old family photos from a well-documented family history. My roots go back many, many, many generations. I forget just how many. <laughs> but as Melbourne, does, as does everyone's, everyone's roots. Yeah. What do you mean your roots go back? No one just grew from nothing. <laughs> a cabbage patch kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Ah, look at you, you <laughs> You had to go back two generations. <laughs> it was a nice visit, and upon leaving, Ollie, we just all went home via Blockbusters to get some films. We got Roger Dodger and Cabin Fever, neither of which were that special. What are you talking about? Cabin Fever's amazing. I'm still reading the same reference source as I was at the start of the Easter holiday, so you've not actually made any progress. Could we read the contents page? Yeah, probably. I hope this doesn't take this long. <laughs> page one, introduction. Fascinating. Uh, I'd use that for a quote. It doesn't help when you have to reference the reference. I mean, some of the language they use in these articles is unbelievable. You look at it and think, no, that can't be a word. For instance, what exactly does the word subterfuge mean? Or idiosyncratic. Subterfuge. Can you use... I've heard of both of them, but I don't think I could use subterfuge in a sentence. Idiosyncratic. Is that like just typical of? I think so. And subterfuge. Is that not like a compartment or something? No, I feel like subterfuge means like you're against something. Like subordinate. But subterfuge. I'm not even interested enough to know. I kind of want to know what subterfuge is because I've heard it before. Hang on. Okay, Google it. What is the definition of subterfuge? Deceit used in order to achieve one's goal. Mm. He had to use subterfuge and bluff on many occasions. There we go. My word. Oh, so instead of wasting time looking at words in the dictionary, you played some road rash. Road Rash? Yes, Road Rash. Mega Drive Classic. That was the first ever Mega Drive game that I bought. Yeah, but you've been complaining about not getting any work done. You've read the same page over and over again. You've read it and got to a hard word and just said, fuck this, I'm just going to play Road Rash instead. Boy, he texted me, said there was some footy at five, so I got mum's car again and drove over, which was probably the highlight of my day. Actually, no, that would have been hip-hop honeys, but I ain't talking about that. Pornography! What? You said, driving over was probably the highlight of my day. Actually, no, that would have been hip-hop honeys, but I ain't talking about that. Pornography. Didn't I reckon that was like an MTV show? No, I think that was pornography. Because mm. otherwise you would talk about it, wouldn't you? Maybe. And it would have been on a sticky video as well. <laughs> Back in the day. A sticky video. A sticky video. <laughs> no, I reckon that was MTV. <laughs> nah, I'm going with porn. <laughs> a sticky video yeah because you had to have like you couldn't have it on your phone could you there wasn't internet porn so it was a video yeah. but you had sticky hands from doing the dirty with yourself I'm sure would have taken better care of it if I actually had one mm, let's see what do you mean if you actually had one you definitely had like video you know. porn I don't think I had any video porn then what did you do I can't remember you, you can't say you didn't have them if you, probably a magazine or something I reckon you had videos as well 
This diary is meant to be a personal... Yeah, see? This diary is meant to be a personal reflection of a transitional year in my life, not the latest TNA broadcast. TNA's tits and ass. Well. Yeah, exactly. The lingo. So back to football. I scored three in the game of Hairside. No big achievement when you consider who was playing, but at least it was a game. I'd much rather be out there thin, sitting on the couch, feeling my ass grow. Although it probably has with all the Easter chocolate I've been eating. Never mind, there'll be more time to work off these pounds the next term. I think we've been saying that for like the last 20 years and they just keep piling on. As keeps growing. As keeps growing. But some of that is muscle. Muscle. You got a heeny heeny. Muscle and buttocks. <laughs> I've got some good snaps on this sunny April day. It was a nice change from all the rain we've been getting. The views were clear from Walkworth Castle across Durridge Bay. A few wispy clouds could not intrude on the far wider views the day had in store. The dunes slid down to the sea. The sky was our big blue roof. That was actually not too badly written. It made sense. Well, then we need to tear this page out because this podcast is called Badly Written Boy. Well, I'm pretty sure people couldn't appreciate that given the, the other day. Mm. And Badly Written Boy. Well, I was a lot less chilled out when Michelle drove us to Cresswell, this being her first drive since February. And blowing it all out of proportion, she did relatively fine, except for the grass bird she inadvertently took out as she feared about changing the <laughs> Phil almost shit his pants. <laughs> this one's called Train Ticket Scandal. Today was good enough, but it was tainted by a few things. Once at the station, I asked the inspector when I had to change trains. He said, Doncaster to be able to get to Sheffield. Well, this guy, who wasn't an inspector, sorry, he was an information guy at the booth, he told me I'd be better off getting the direct train. They left at pretty much the same time. Though I thought this was odd, and for the fact that he said I could board the train when my exist- with my existing ticket. I trusted him in good faith, thanks to his negligence. <laughs> Halfway back to Sheffield, when the ticket inspector came, he said the ticket wasn't valid. I told him the deal, and he was like, well... What was the guy's name? And I'm thinking, well, how the hell am I going to know that? He goes and charges me another £37 for, <gasps> another, for another ticket because, <sighs> because of that prick at the station is incompetent. Well, that's, that's so another, much money. Well, that's another big wet bite out of my ass. The train was slow too. All I did today was faff about, really. Did a lot of work, but I'm finding it difficult to wade through the reference material on page one for the essay. I think I'm going to leave it for a few weeks. After tomorrow. That sounds totally sensible. A few weeks? Yeah, live it for like a few weeks. That's ages as a student. Yeah. Then I'll be able to concentrate on the landscape work. That's all due in a fortnight. When I was at work, I saw Charlotte without makeup. Eek. So much for you being... See, the uh, rock metal girl that I would go to clubs with. So much. It was yeah. true, though. The only time I ever saw her, she had like... So much. For you being the one to stand up to all this toxic masculinity. Eh, it's a spooky episode. <laughs> you can't just say it's a spooky episode every time you've been a dick. <laughs> I hadn't been in ages and I have to say I can't stand doing now on a Friday and being by myself drives me crazy. I tried to get Chris out too, but I think he's off to London. Cup was the same as always. I love the music, but the folk are right crazy. Rock chicks are cool, but I'm crap at chatting the ladies up and tend to check the field out with a beer than do bugger all else. Yep. It causes me to carry out a great deal of self-reflection. Why have I no confidence with women? I find the better looking girls intimidating, to be quite frank. 
I don't really know many girls in general. You were just telling your mother that you had loads of female friends. Loads. You're just so popular as like a male friend of females. You know, the girls with their boobs. But like, why would I even be trying to convince anybody of that? The ones I do know are fellow employees. What a way to describe people. Or students and are frequently hitched. The girls who aren't usually haven't been my type. And if they are, I get obsessive and choke over the thought of rejection. It's a vicious circle and I seem to have been digging around in the same hole for an eternity. Sometimes I think that the fit women are the only encouragement I get from a shift at the co-op. You know, a brief glanny, glance, sorry, a brief glance. I thought glanny was like Newcastle speak for caps. <laughs> <laughs> a brief glance, a smile, a, sh- a bout of short talk. Short talk. Small talk? I'm assuming you mean small talk, but you said short talk. <laughs> I had some great short talk with that chick over there. Just stop talking mid-sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it a lot nicer. For every 50, there's another 10 local mutants who'll terrorise the shop. Back chat. <laughs> mutants. Keep the change. Shove it up your ass. Where's the eggs? There's only three aisles, dickhead. Use your freaking eyes. <laughs> Where's your chock what? Middle aisle jabber the slut. These are some good... I wish you were still quite as good as, like, abusing people. Jeez, I'm surrounded by fucking reptiles. But in eight days, I won't be serving them anymore. I might even be getting payoff money. It's like, thanks for being fucked for so long, money. Have a nice day. I only work, like, eight hours a week. This is what I mean. Why would I be getting a payoff? If, if you could see what you've become and a man that sits at a desk... Well, four days a week. You would have just known how good you had it. You didn't have to pay any bills. You could survive and just spend your eight hours a week. I'm like, what were you getting paid? Can you even remember? It must have been like five pounds an hour, if that. Um, I reckon it was about six fifty, something like that. That is a lot back in the day. My first job at Domino's, I earned three pounds thirty an hour. Yeah. Three pounds thirty. It wouldn't have been much above minimum wage, but no. You know. I'd set my alarm to go for the final stock take of my co-op career. It's so dramatic. Yeah, I haven't got anything else going on. But despite this, I managed to drowse my way into being late. It was no big deal. Neither was a stock take, but the rest of the day was grossly misspent playing Wolfenstein on the PC. Wolfenstein, what a game. Watching telly and football at the pub. Today was meant to be the beginning of the final stages for the design project. Instead, I found myself mounting unnecessary stress through my inability to motivate myself. Still, tomorrow is a new day. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same. It's the same. It's just a cycle. Oh, well, just how, how, did I, how did I graduate? I've got no idea. No idea. There's going to have to be some serious cramming at the end of this. Yeah. It's going to be too many months off the end of the course. Pretty much, like, for my degree, like, I think I, I had three exams back to back on three days, and I would literally just stay in the library until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Literally just, I felt like I was physically just cramming stuff in my brain. Uh-huh. I don't even know how to describe it. I can still feel it, but I like I felt like I was just putting things in there and almost keeping it in my short-term memory. Yeah. And like my short-term memory was, was just getting never, huge. I was never good at that. I was going to say, I would go and vomit at the exam, yeah. remove it all, and then go back to the library for like the next exam that was the next uh-huh. day. It was those three days in my third year were the worst Grim. like time of my life. We, we didn't have exams in the third year. It was all coursework. Yeah. 
That's so much better. You've got so much time to do it and get feedback on it and stuff. There's so much time to waste. Well, yeah. Procrastinate. Uh, okay, we'll just call today a resting Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> As you might if you were highly indulgent in the traditions of a specific religion. I'm lazy. Which I am not. Lazy. Get- I plan to go to uni for the day tomorrow, away from the temptation of the domestic microchasm. Microcosm? It's chasm, isn't it? Microcosm. I mean, you've written cosm, but I'm not <clears throat> convinced that that is correct. I think it is correct. Patchy would be the word I would use to describe today. I did a bit of everything. It was unplanned, sluggish at times, yet I managed to fit quite a bit in there. Although I did go to uni, I was trapped in a haze of meaningless paperwork for an extensive amount of time. Once I got my head around it all, I found I couldn't do all that much. There was unforeseen distractions too. Other students, Wing particularly... I have probably mentioned him before. He has this verbal diarrhea of the worst kind. The incessant babble only stopped when I had my headphones on. Anita was there too for a while. It's her 21st on Friday and a birthday bash on Saturday. So I've changed my shift so I can join in the party. I've organised to get a joint present for Anita with Rachel tomorrow. I suspect Rachel has... Oh, Anita. Anita friend. Oh, friend. Oh, friend. Oh, Anita friend. I suspect Rachel friend has a better idea of what to get her than I would. That is sneaky. You're like, oh, yeah, let's... You want to get her a present to impress her. Mm. But, you know, if you just go in with someone that actually can get her something that she likes, she'll be like, oh, my goodness, from Mark. What do you think we got her? Well, it's a girl that's choosing, so I'm going to say perfume. If you were choosing, it would probably be a pen with a fluff on top. It does sound like it's going down that route. I mean, I have plenty of ideas, mainly stupid ones involving gags, but that's not really appropriate. According to Rach, we have to to dress smartly, suits and all. At work this evening, Lise told me the... Sagittarian star signs suggest Saturday may be, uh, be a hot night for meeting someone new. Maybe Anita has some hot baby friends coming up <laughs> from deepest Surrey. <laughs> or maybe there'll be a hot waitress in the restaurant. Mm, so many options. And if they are the hot girls there, what are you going to do about it? Stand in the corner and dance <laughs> flirtatiously. Well, at least it's something to look forward to. I should think that between now and then, there'll be nothing but solid work. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, of course. I did 9 to 5 at uni today, fair enough, and got some good work done, although Wing was in the studio and it was hugely distracting. He even, he did crack a funny joke involving... Because he was masturbating in the corner. No, he wasn't the, he wasn't the guy that did that. What a difference a day made. I've done one decent day at work. Yeah. Massive no, pants can, on the back. No, you can take two weeks off. Today I arrived at uni at 9.40am. Wow, late start. Mm. I continued my landscape work, focusing on the 1 to 500 master plan, which I made significant progress with. Look at you. Head down. I'm really enjoying it too, but it's so intensive. And I've been practically living in Studio 5 for these past few days. <laughs> I did one 9 to 5. I'm practically living there. <laughs> It's just so intense. The course is so intense. They've asked me to get all of this work done in five days. So many lies. The day was nicely split by a visit to town with Rachel in search of a birthday present for Anita. Oh, what did we get? Between us, we could hardly muster an idea of what Anita might want, but it was hilarious finding things she most certainly would not want. The best of which was a large watering can in TK Maxx that Rachel had picked up. I was in fits of laughter before she could ensure me it wasn't for Anita. 
Instead, we found Jamie Callum's new album, which I am currently enjoying, at half the cost and the recipient's expense. So I bought the album and listened to the album, and now I want to gift her the album. Is that actually true? Yeah. Oh my God. We also found a book on German gardens. You are the worst present buyer. Some photo frames and a purposefully tacky child's hair care playset in a lovely shade of pink that will clash gloriously with Anita's ginger locks. She might be posh, but a sense of humour won't evade her for a few years yet. I'm pretty sure it did. Rachel and I were exhausted after prancing around town for a good few hours and were happy to get back to the Arts Tower. Several hours passed with my head and shoulders hunched over his studio desk. In the end, with only wings for company and a prawn curry, I found it was 9.40pm, well past home time. That's My goodness. a long shift. Well, you did leave for like five hours. This will be how I pass the course in the end. I continue grafting today for the big hand in a week tomorrow. I want to have as much of this stuff up to speed by Monday. So if I have any changes that have to be made, there will still be time to do so. I was in the studio from nine to five again today. Oh, it's like three days in a row. I graft. Wow. It's probably equivalent of the rest of the work that I've done for the whole oh, rest of the year. Amazing. Only pausing for food, WC visits, and of course, to go to work at the co-op. In terms of satisfaction from work, my landscape work has left me with a far greater sense of fulfillment when compared to the co-op. Are we surprised? If only I'd worked that out. If only. Earlier. Much the same as yesterday, today was mainly spent hunched over a drawing board in front of some computer screen. Another day! Another day. It was a shitty day to be stuck indoors because the weather was stunning. I got to enjoy a small part of it the day at R1 where I had lunch with Ewan. It was a welcome break from the paranoia of Wing and Marion in the studio. It was my last shift at the co-op with Roger and he made quite a big deal about it, but I didn't really care. I just wanted my money and I'm out of there. (laughs) No (laughs) No sentimental value there. Towards the end of the shift, I did see Pete, a.k.a. Peter Kosh, Cock, Kosh. I don't know how you say that. Oh, we went over this a while ago. Pete Cock. Yeah. Who had a stunning bird alongside him, who I recognised from the landscape ball. I think they're a new couple, but Pete's done well for himself. When they left, I first felt good, but then I got pissed off because he's got a fitty and I don't have a fitty. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I don't even have a bird, full stop. I'm the guy who can't get a bird, who can barely afford a plane ticket, who gets turd grades. Having managed to get my shift changed at co-op, I thought I'd already done my last shift. No, Roger did his last shift. Oh, I was able to get today off, which I had been looking forward to and after after a hard week. It was another warm day and I had to leave the house straight away. Not for sunbathing, but lots and lots of bog roll. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds messy. Uh, It was a shame I had to stay inside most of the day, but the project won't do itself. I had had some fun wrapping Anita's gift and I found an appropriately hideous card which was a sickly cheesy and red Max the Glam Factor inside. Same colour scheme as the hair kit. Okay, the evening was really good. The champagne reception flowed nicely and we all went to see... We all went to a classy Indian restaurant called Aslan's. There were some lovely girls out. Rachel looked great. Happy 21st, Anita. Oh, thank God I'm finished at co-op. My final shift ever. It might well be the end of an era. 
I never want to work in a shop again. And although my shift today, and all throughout my shift today, I was thinking I deserve so much more than this. I've been working a shitty job since I was a young lad, and I know what hard day's work is. <laughs> That's <laughs> a hard, a great passive. A hard three hours work. Do you think all the 16-year-olds are like, what kind of jobs do you think they're working that aren't <sighs> shitty jobs? And I'm ready to enter the real world of work. <laughs> real world. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> so how was my first day as a jobless man? Well, to be honest, not so different. I'm shattered from making a model, which I'm just about finished in one night. I have also been at uni for most of the day, which was certainly better than being outdoors at the time. We had the longest storm in England from when I can remember. For two hours, Sheffield was rattled by the humid and torrential conditions a full-on rainstorm brings. We were very close. One strike of lightning must have hit a near building. Perhaps the Arts Tower itself was such the intensity of the blast. All right, calm down. It's just a storm. <laughs> About half of the students in the course were in the studio. It was meant to be the first day back at uni after Easter officially, but it was the only clear. It was only clear of this upon making the short journey to the union. I was after some lunch, but was often crowded into obscure positions by the mindless herds of students. I'm fed up with the whole student thing at times like that, but it has its moments. I had an obscenely long tutorial with Alison, who also talked to Danny in the same session. It must have been almost two hours between us, but many issues were resolved. They had to be really, they had to be really, because the hand is on Friday. I do think I will get everything done in time. I'm putting all of my efforts in now, and I'm even thinking about going swimming tomorrow. Such is my confidence about the work. Oh, yeah. I slacked off work a bit today. Really? Tell me more. It's been several days. Oh, no, it's Tuesday, so it's been one day. I reckon I'll still get it all done. <laughs> you, are, you are your own worst enemy. You're such a procrastinator. It was probably a bad decision, but I reinstalled Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Ah, what are you doing? My old save game buggered up and I had the urge to blow some Nazis away with a gas action machine gun. I finished the model I had begun last night and it looks good considering it only took about six hours. Just had a flurry of phone activity. Apparently I have construction tutorials on at uni tomorrow. Tommy just rang, spelt W-R-A-N-G. I think it's been misspelled like that before. It really annoys me. Consistently inconsistent. Ewan has been texting. He's shitting himself about all the work. Man, I feel so relaxed and laid back compared to everyone else. Because <laughs> you've just been working so hard all through the courts and had so much feedback and there's so, so many changes. Like, I'm just so deluded. I'm hoping mum can sort out my passport shit because I haven't got a clue about that. Do you not have a passport yet? Let's be going uh, to... No, I, I, I did, but I think it had to be updated. I know. I don't have any time to do things like that at the moment. This includes other seemingly important tasks like sending my CV out to Australia. That probably sounds totally contradictory to the slacker image I'd instilled at the beginning of the entry, but generally I don't have much spare time. You've just said that you're playing a game. You've just got, reinstalled Return of Castle You've got Wolfenstein. all of these things to do in order to be in Australia and be successful, which is just, all you I'm care just, about. I'm just a busy guy. You just don't so understand. So busy. When I do have spare time, I prefer to watch a game of footy <laughs> and or go swimming like I did this evening, which felt great. <laughs> working, working, working It sure is the way forward 12 hour days and regular visits to the pub at the end of the day Strangely, I managed to get in on three rounds and not pay for any of them Cheapskate Not for lack of trying I mean, I didn't ask them and the bar closed before I could get <laughs> <laughs> Not for a lack of trying Walking in slow motion to the bar 
around the beers because okay yeah as the bell goes for the last thing you're like oh yeah my round go to the toilet get the answer sorry the bar's closed now (laughs) they're like Mark could you walk a bit faster what you talking about Nevertheless, it was lots of fun in bar one with the company of Costa, Ollie and Ewan, but also their housemate, Chiz, and another footballer, Prob. It had been a long day and we were long overdue, a cool alcoholic beverage. We had several. 10 till 10 is not friendly, but it was essential because of the project. It's due in approximately 38 hours. That means no sleep for a long time after tonight. But oh, yeah, wow. you're out drinking. Yeah. The project isn't going too shabby, but there is still a lot of rendering, penning in, and sketchbook work to do. However, I feel I excel under pressure, and that I shall. That's why you were waiting, because you excel under pressure. Yeah. Your best work is done last minute, That's clearly. It. I had planned it all along. Oh my goodness. <laughs> how, how silly of us to not trust you. There was one incident that pissed me off today, though. I had sent these two sheets to print. And this bitch in front of me appeared to be printing off half the library. She was taking ages. So I knocked off to get some food. And when I got back, she'd gone along with any sign of my printouts. Girls, ish, what a nuisance. I like how you turn it around now. And, you know, in one thing you're like, oh, you know, I'm the only single bachelor out there. Why do girls not like me? Then on the other way, you're like, oh, girls. So yeah. annoying. I don't yeah. even like them anyway. Especially with printing, bitches. Such... <laughs> <laughs> Such bitches. <laughs> Printed bitches. This entry is entitled Workathon. Oh, let me guess what's going to happen. You're going to do another nine to five for the second day this week. Pat myself on the back. Probably have a four hour break in the middle where you either sleep. Well, I said there was, what, a couple of days left? Three days left? 38 30, 30 hours. hours. Mm. So, yeah, this is it. If I was to get my work anywhere near finished, I knew that throughout the day and tomorrow I would have to get... Hang on. I spent loads of time writing this diary. You did spend lots of time writing the diary. I knew throughout the day and tomorrow I would have to work non-stop. So for every hour from when I got up into uni to the end of the hand-in period, I did exactly that, which was 10 a.m. Thursday till 4 p.m. Friday. 10 <laughs> Every hour that the day can give me, I will be at university. You get there at 10 o'clock. <laughs> no, no, listen. 10 a.m. on Thursday. Yeah. Until 4 p.m. on Friday. Right, okay. 30 hours of determined hard slog really fucks you up, and I'll tell you that. Especially when you consider. You did not work for 30 hours straight. Well, we'll see. Especially when you consider that for the majority of the time, the only company I had was Wing, who, as I've mentioned on other occasions, makes very little sense in what he says at the best of times. I was thankful that when, when Ollie came in, was at least someone to talk to. Uh, the work I was grinding out today and beyond was very a very slow process. It's amazing how tedious drawing lines all day can be. My work was spread over several large drawing boards. I said this is before CAD. I was just drawing everything. This part of the studio slowly became not only a workspace, but a living space too. From the fourth floor of the Arts Tower, it's easy to watch the world pass you by. The Arts Tower is right next to the main library, and as exams loom, there's always a frenzy of activity there. I stocked up on all kinds of energy drinks and junk food to keep me awake, and the trick was not to have too much too soon. Wings started to go pretty crazy after that, and he began popping the Pro Plus. Why didn't anyone tell me strip poker was so much fun? <laughs> okay, let me fill you in. Hang on, is it, have you handed in? This is this is 
well, the entry the next day. Okay. So I'm not sure how it's descended from like studying to strip poker. Because anyway. you're meant to be in uni until 4pm on Friday. Yeah. And now you talk about, okay. Strip poker. Get oh, okay, okay. This could be interesting. Okay, let me fill you in. No, I did not participate in any caffeine-induced card games with Wing. Instead, every hour or so, I would log into the net and play strip poker with some fine women on the FHM website. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, this is the final rush to, like, study. Yeah. and every hour. Every hour counts. And every hour you were logging on. Probably dial up internet, so it'll have taken you five minutes to get onto the website and download. <laughs> you know the sound, the dial up log, log it down. <laughs> it was something of an, addic- an addiction, but it was a little fun in desperate times. <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine, like, 55 minutes playing strip poker. Okay, it's time to work now. Oh, ding, it's the hour again. Let's go. My, 55 minutes later. My balls are filled back up again. <laughs> <laughs> ding. They're ready. I began to get really hungry at five minutes, just as the sun began to rise. It was weird. Um, Dawn added, the, added to the stress in that you knew you would had no sleep and you're still had a full days of work to do other than when I got up to travel to pick up copies of my work I'd had very little fresh air my eyes only began to my eyes began to get light sensitive and sore at least the union had opened so I was able to get food again there was more people in the studio later in the day and it soon became apparent I was totally spacked out Towards hand in time, everyone was in a frenzy of colouring in. I soon realised I would not have everything done. (laughs) It's taking you until an hour before the hand in time to realise that you're procrastinating for the entire term. So all the strip poker. But Kevin Thwaites told us to hand in what we had uh, and finish the rest later. After that, I was tempted into the interval for a drink. But although I went, I left after one drink, desperate for sleep. I managed to keep until nine, but I really wanted to go out. I met, oh God, so I had a couple of hours sleep and back out again. I met Tommy from the co-op and we went to meet everyone at bar one. Fruit was good. Toby had loads of friends there. And I mingled with Jess and Tom mainly. And that is the end of the month. We finished April. Yeah. I feel like you handed in on time. I don't feel well, like it was finished. I, don't but... know. I think the Kevin Thwaites, so he was one of the, I think the course lead our guests, but yeah. he's coming in and said, "Oh, you don't have to, you don't have to finish it." So, nice. yeah, win, Finn. Follow Badly Written Boy online. We're at badlywrittenboy.com. Also, find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at badlywrittenboy. Like and subscribe our podcast on Spotify and YouTube, and please, please leave a nice review.